We are back. Welcome to the Off the Top Podcast. I'm Birdmana, and I'm here with the one and only, once again, every single time he comes, he gets taller, Aaron Flick. Taller and tanner. Yes. You must be in Orlando. <laughs> Orlando, here we are. I love it. Yes, we are here. Today, we have something new in the in the box, of course, as always, but did you want to share anything, any updates? Well, we've also got an insane interview with... I think maybe the biggest barber in the world. So uh, mm. stay tuned for for that. I, I I'm very excited for this one. It's going to be an awesome episode for us. Um, I have so many questions and I have so much to learn from from this one today. Um, so I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked yes. for that conversation, and I'm also stoked to to have you open the box because I have something kind of cool to talk about today. It's not a tool. I it's was not wondering. A tool. All right, let's just do it's it. It's not very heavy, but right. it's it's pretty cool. I'm just going to open this up, guys. So what's in the box for those people just listening? Let's see what's in the box and I'll let you know. We got to make a smoother way to open this. This is a bigger box. I'm still getting used to it. It's a big box with a little thing in it. <laughs> I put the smallest thing I have from Wall Clipper. Oh in my it. god! Look what it is, guys. Boom! So it's if you can if you can see that it's a pin for our our ambassador team, our 2022 Wall Ambassador team. We have 15 barbers and stylists that are across the USA that are kind of a part of our our family now. So. For, for those who don't know, the Wall Ambassadors, um, we send new products to them that they they post and create and share content for. They do product reviews. They'll be doing some testing and feedback. Um, long term, we're looking to see if we can bring some of these artists onto our education team. And we did an application process back in February. Um, and we, we went some through talent. hundreds oh, yeah, and that was hundreds tough. and hundreds of applicants. You were part of the the vetting process with me. Um, and it's crazy to see the talent that's out there. And we got such a variety as far as, you know, different styles, you know, what kind of content people are posting. Again, we, we have cosmetologists that were uh, applying for us and ones that, you know, maybe they focus on, on hair color, um, mm. even com compared to, to kind of the, the fading and, and clipper work there. There's, there's a different contrasting style there. And then there's people that have, over a hundred thousand followers on, on Instagram or TikTok, and some that have like five thousand. We went through all of it. Um, so I am excited to announce our fifteen and I'm gonna use my cheat sheet here because I know Ooh. I'm gonna forget someone and I don't wanna forget um I don't wanna forget anyone's name. So we have Brady Adam, aka uh Trim, Trim Reaper, Reaper, who I believe was a sharp fade he uh, was. freshman class winner uh, a couple years ago. So Brady's on the team. Brady's out in LA now. Um crazy talented guy. Cam, uh, Cam Mahar, we all know Cam, Cam Dot Mahar. Yes. Uh, he was our first interviewee here on the Off the Top podcast, 18 year old out of New York. So super Straight stoked to have savage. Cam. Uh, Cherry the Barber, Megan Cherry, mm -hmm. um, female barber out of San Antonio, Texas. She's crushing it on TikTok. Also has a ha uh, her own hair show. Yeah. In, in down in, down in San Antonio. Yep. She's crushing it on TikTok. She's like, she's doing massive right now so we're, we're excited to have her on board cj uh Ooh. christian gonzalez cj the barber also a sharp fade uh sharp fade winner yep 
He was a he won the BTC awesome. um, one shot last year um, from Dallas Texas from Dallas Texas. That dude is so talented. He is it's really crazy, really talented. crazy talented. Um, they're all talented. You're all talented. <laughs> but CJ, <laughs> man, his he's he's a dude, man. Shout out CJ. Edgardo Leboy, aka Edgar Factory Barber. Yes. Um, Puerto Rico. He's up in yeah. He's from Puerto Rico. He's he's up in the Boston area now. He was actually on our original ambassador team, um, and then he he's made it. He made a comeback in the application process. And talk about talented! Like his stuff goes viral all the time, whether it's on our page or or on his. He's got over one hundred thirty thousand followers. Mm. He's a master with the Clippers in his hand. So really excited to have him on board. Um, we got Hayden Hayden Sonner, uh, aka Hair underscore splinter. splinter we'll put all of these up here um he's 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 here he's, he's from here Orlando. i think sanford um sanford and he actually works uh i think he works in trevor's in taylor fade's taylor uh Fade's shop, shop. Yep. but he he didn't he make it because yeah he didn't make it because he works in his shop like no. he's he's very very talented he's got talent one man. of the futures of our industry um hyro hyro style master barber another puerto rican barber uh from South Carolina, mm. I, th- I believe he was up for a Barber Grammy this year for for content creator. I, another dude who's just like a master with his tools. Um, Kata, Carrington Matthews down in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, he's kind of an unknown name I'm kinda, I'm in the industry. For, I'm looking forward to meeting. Um, he's like I don't know six or eight thousand followers. Which mm. hey, I have like four hundred, so that's a lot of that's a lot of followers to me. But he's. He's mad talented, and I'm excited to see the content that um, he's going to be able to produce for us, and for us to you know get his name out there. And we're excited to have someone in 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 the A in the ATL. Yeah. So uh, that'll be dope to continue to kind of build that relationship. This is a cool one. So Kimberly Abotson, um, Kim Tay Hair, you know her probably from your booksy relationship. Um, and just seeing her do my hair in California. Oh, for real. Yeah. When I lived in California, Kimberly would do my hair. She would do all my color. That's not surprising. (laughs) I bet she could. She definitely, she's a beast. She is a beast. (laughs) Um, and she's, I mean, she's absolutely murdering it on, on Instagram. Great person and online. And, um, yeah, great human being shows a lot of obviously color work. That's where, that's where her specialty is, but you can see a lot of the content that she's doing. She's She's crossing over into that 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 barber category, men's grooming a little bit with the the, the short styles that have those wild colors and designs in it. So right. she's she's doing awesome there. And in that same that same pun intended, same lane, same category, yep. is is Lane Meredith. So mm. Lane, um, it's Lane Meredith Cherry is her her Instagram. She's kind of in that same category with Kimberly as far as that short hair and those wild colors. She just did a video with our metal senior Sick. a little while ago. It was, it was nasty. That was so fire. I actually reached out to her and, and said that I love what you just did. It was. I'm looking forward to meeting her. She's really, really, really good. Talented. Yeah, she's really cool. And, and again, like you just said, like some of the work that she's doing is very unique and different. Love it. Um, I just have a few more names. S. Bebe, Carlos. Oh, Bebe. Uh, you might know him from an interview on the Off the Top podcast. Yes. But, I mean, what a cool dude. What an awesome guy. Um, Bebe actually did my hair one time, and uh, while we were doing the Soul collaboration, yeah, for the the Soul Clipper with with Disney, I had the Soul logo on the side. Right. Of my head. So if you want to know about him, I'm not going to talk about S. Bebe too much because we did a full interview with him. So right. listen to the podcast <laughs> episode if you want to know more about him. 
Um, so Stephen Wren, aka Mr. Wren Cuts, he's out of uh, Naperville. Uh, so he's kind of in my backyard. He's in the mm. Chicago area. He's been actually working with, he's worked with Sexy Hair. So he's worked a little bit on that that crossover, the cosmetology side, but he is a barber and he's he's very talented, very professional. Um, so I think he's a really good fit for for kind of carrying that into that professional side and, and just been in the industry for so long. And then there's Sarita, Sarita Sanchez, uh, La, La Lady Barber, LA Lady mm. Barber. She's actually in Austin, Texas. Very talented. Um, and Austin, Texas great is, work. is a great city. It's got a very unique culture. So that's a community that we want to tap into. And why not pick some of the best of the best there? And then TJ, TJ Malvo, Malvo, TJ, I'm sorry. So TJ, for those who don't know, he's down in Baton Rouge, a.k.a. Malvo is his name. Okay. Um, man, that guy's talented. And he, he works at, uh, he works a lot with athletes. He actually, so the final four was in New Orleans this year for men's basketball. He actually cut the Duke guys, um, mm. which is cool. It's a cool story. A lot of barbers um, kind of aspire to cut those professional athletes or celebrities, musicians. So um, I'd love to get him on a podcast just to talk about how did, you know, TJ, how did, how do you get to working with these artists? And, you know, that's a question we're going to ask our, our guests today, too. And then last but not least, Big Wes. Big uh, West, Big West, West Osset from that New York. Big. He's he's not small, um, man. <laughs> when we post some of his haircuts um, on our page, like those those go massive because his his work is so clean. I know I talked a lot, but I wanted to give shine to all fifteen of these artists because we're really excited to have them part of our of our family. Um, you have already been seeing a lot of their content being posted on our pages. I'm sure a lot of you are following them already, but if not follow the whole team, we'll, we'll put all the, the bios and everything, um, in the comments here, but we'll tag them down below. We're super stoked to have them on board. Welcome. Um, and we're excited to work with you guys. I'm excited to meet some of you that I haven't met. And for those familiar faces, I'm ready to, to work with you guys as well. So, and you know, maybe we invite one of them over to the podcast to film with us. Yeah, absolutely. And let's, Bird, let's get to it, man. Let's do we it. We have a massive, massive, massive interview today. Yes. Our biggest interview ever. We might ever have. So I'm very excited today because one, our guest is one of the most famous barbers in the whole world. Desde Puerto Rico. That means from Puerto Rico. I remember from my interview with Bori. <laughs> we have the one, the only, A-Rod, A-Millie. Yo, Bird, and everybody watching, appreciate it. Yo, it's great hey. to be here. I feel comfortable. I feel relaxed right before the, the Orlando premiere. So it's a, you know, nice, calm session right before the, the, the madness. Hey, we're not allowed to call him A-Millie anymore because he's, he's too Millie. Two, two million on each platform. Like every platform that exists. He's <laughs> yeah. just crushing it. More and more followers every day. But who cares about followers? Like the engagements, the content you put out is is absurd. Out of this world. So we're stoked. And we're he, stoked didn't, he didn't just come alone. He also came with his videographer, Chetta. Shout out to Chetta Maista. Yeah, on the who, camera. All the time. Who's on the camera. He's everywhere. All the content that I put out. You know, he helps me with the production videography new ideas things like that you know uh 
I always share with him my ideas because, you know, he'll guide me through the right direction to get them, uh, be able to present them to them, to the people on how's the best way, what angles, what shots, the new technology, all that good stuff that, you know, I'm always on top of. He's, he's the guy that's there learning every day. You know, he's a, he's a go-getter. He educates himself on his lane. Like we have to do with, with cutting hair, going to classes and things like that. He does that and he's always getting updates and having top-notch equipment and all that with the uh, his skills. Mm. He's a monster. He's yeah. an absolute beast. So yeah. um, putting two brains together and that's how the, the beauty comes that's out. That's how we yeah, that's how right. we get to where we are here. So A Rod, let's get this started. Let's talk let's let's backtrack a little bit and talk about your we do this with a lot of a lot of our, our guest artists. Like, let's talk about your journey. Like, how did you get into cutting hair? And how did you get to where we are now? Because there's obviously you don't just say, I want to cut hair and then all of a sudden you're you're two milli walking in here. Like how how did you get into cutting hair and like what's that process been like to get to the level, no pun intended, the level that you're at now? Yeah, um one of the you know, the biggest things that I see is that barbers think that it was it happened overnight, that this is something that it started five years ago, one year ago, whenever they, they started following me. But this is something that, you know, goes way behind, way back. You know, I started cutting when I was 14, um, cutting my own hair just to be fresh for school. Um, and I couldn't pay, you know, for a haircut twice a week. And I wanted two haircuts a week. So I had to get a clippers. It was the the wall, uh, the wall one that was with the color guard. Yeah, the color pro, that, yeah. The turbo button and all that. I went and grabbed one of those, um, and I just started doing tapers on my sideburns in between the week before I got the haircuts on, on Saturday. So that's how I started cutting hair, you know? And there's a difference in between cutting hair and falling in love with cutting hair, and that was, you know, a few years later um, that that happened, but that's the main reason, and that's what started everything, you know, cutting my own hair. Love it. So what was when you when you became a professional barber and you started you obviously started cutting hair and you started creating content you know started posting on social media what was there a specific piece of content or was there a moment that clicked for you that all of a sudden you needed to either shoot a certain way or what was there a moment where it like the flip switched and all of a sudden you started getting these followers, you started getting crazy engagement. Was there like a specific piece of content that comes to mind that went viral or something? Is there something that started it all? Um, not started at all, but I say it was the, the beginning of seeing all the work that I've put in because I've put in a lot of work uh, on social media, on everything from the beginning, you know, as, as, Instagram's launched and I saw that I was getting customers through the door with uh, the tools that were uh, accessible to us with the um, apps and all that. Uh, yeah, but there was a point later on where it actually started to being paid off. And a lot of people don't know that, you know, if you sacrifice something, don't expect it to to give you results right, right away, you know. And a lot of people give up before, you know, the results start showing up. So that was one of the things. So consistency 
and uh, faith and what I did uh, was one of the things that that got me to seeing results. So I say that video that you're talking about is a video of a tutorial on a little kid getting a haircut. I was using the magic clips and the detailers. He was falling asleep. I did a basketball design on his head. I was actually on my lunch break and I was making so much content at that point because that's the only thing you know that passionates me about cutting hair just making content and how do I show what I'm doing and present it to others so I went real quick to eat my lunch break and edited that video I don't know for some reason I was really excited about it and it was just a basketball and a design um, but I thought it was really cool and I posted it and I will go to cut hair uh, I edited that video in like 30 minutes and then all these followers started following me videos started getting so much traction and I was like wow this is insane and after that video I say is when I was like oh let me keep doing what I'm doing right now to you know to keep getting those results and I kept doing that but that was the main video that that you know gave me that result that I was you know fighting for this entire time and I'm not saying before it wasn't good because I've had before that I did a, a Batman logo and Batman reposted it and things like that but it wasn't like original content that I created that just organically just went massive uh, and it was that one the basketball you know I, I, I gained uh, 52,000 followers in one week Oof. holy Dang. smokes and I, was that how long ago was that was that like that was early 20, in Instagram? That was 2017, I believe. Yeah. Crazy. I was in my uh, Hollywood studio that I that we had there. Yeah. The first one. I did. There was three of them. Um, f the first one was in downtown. Then the second one was in Hollywood. I, we moved from downtown to Hollywood because the area, um, they wanted back and they didn't want to keep renting uh, the space for us. And most of our clients that we made in that first year f uh, were from Hollywood. So we moved the shop to Hollywood, very on the uh, Melrose Avenue. Shopping area where Supreme, Apple, Kim Kardashian, all those stores are on that street. So we went there and uh, I created that content right there. That's fine. It's dope. Speaking of uh, West Hollywood, Hollywood, all these different places, earlier today we were speaking and you were telling me a little bit about your personal life. Uh, and I didn't know. So you, you you lived in a few places. Can you just go over a few, like where you come from? A little yeah, bit yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go through all of those. <laughs> um, do you remember all of them? <laughs> I do, I do. And then first one is where, I'm, where I was born. Yeah. Mayagüe, Puerto Rico. I'm Puerto Rican, proud. Uh, I represent my flag everywhere I go. Um, and then, you know, I lived in Isabela, Puerto Rico. Mm. You know, the hospital was further down, a few uh, cities down. Um, but I got raised in Isabela, it's in the coast, beautiful beaches. I know you had the opportunity to go a few weeks ago. Beautiful. Um, yeah, and that's where my heart is, uh, is born. And... And how, and how many years, years later? How I, many? 15 years later, oh. I my parents moved to Orlando, Florida. Kissimmee, to be exactly. St. Cloud on that area. So I'm, I'm from the area. 
Uh, I graduated high school here. And then my parents went back to Puerto Rico and I was like, I'm, I'm gonna stay here. And I started working on the auto parts. My, my dad has an auto parts in Puerto Rico and I grew up in the auto parts. So I went straight to Pet Boys and started working there for a little bit. Um, worked at McDonald's, you know, different places. Uh, what, was, what, 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 what one of those jobs did you dislike the most? Uh, all of them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Because uh, coming in and doing this and doing that for, you know, for them, it's something that, you know, you have to do what they tell you to do. Right. I'd rather know what I got to do without nobody telling me what to do and I'll get it done correctly. Mm. Plus, when you find your passion, you find your um, your purpose in life, anything else that's on the way, it kind of bothers you. So at that time, I already started cutting hair, you know, when I was 14. Then I came here and kept cutting my little brother and then my friends and things like that. So I was charging for a house call $7 Ooh. at that point, and I was cutting already for three years. Wow. So then you so you you were cutting hair seven dollars and you were living in Orlando or Kissimmee area. Yeah. And at what age did you leave? Because I know you didn't stay here. No. Where'd you go? I didn't stay here. Where'd Uh, you go now? (laughs) I was here. I tried all those jobs, you know, (laughs) and uh, I went back to Puerto Rico. I missed uh, my family and Mm. my brother and my sister were very young. And I was like, man, they're growing up quick. So I went back and I kept cutting hair over there and just kept it cutting hair, you know, just getting my money through cutting hair because, you know, I I realized that it was giving me results. At that point, I got bored real quick about that. Um, it took me like a year to get bored of just cutting hair. Um, I wasn't getting no education. There was no YouTube. There was no and no social media so there was no motivation coming from any side but myself and remember at this point barbering wasn't a pride thing to say that oh i'm gonna become a barber everybody's proud of you no this is like oh you're gonna be a barber like and it stays there right and uh and yeah you know i wasn't motivated enough you know we sometimes we get uh not happy where you at you don't want to do this for a long time and one of my boys were like, yo, let's join the military. And I was like, are you crazy? You go join. I'll support you, but I ain't joining. <laughs> um, and I took the test and I went with him to, to get the, the ASVAB and all of that. And then uh, one day, just something switched on me. I was in my mind. It was like, yo, you already took the test. <clears throat> the army, it's something people are proud of. They give you benefits. They give you all this security. Try it. They have fun because they take you to different places in the world. I was like, all right, cool. Let me let me see what you got. I went and talked to a recruiter. They had $20,000 sign-up bonus. They find me a communications job doing uh, satellites, uh, tracking planes, early warning system for missiles, or if anybody tries to shoot something, you take it down. What? So that was my. That's crazy. That, that was, was your my, job. My job. Yeah. So I enlisted and I went. So I went straight to uh, Missouri for AIT. That was uh, for Lauderdale. It was a very cold uh, spring, I believe it was, or 
Yeah. And uh, after that, <laughs> those two, there's two months. There's two months of like intensive training. They're breaking you down. Um, they're making you regretting joining and all that because they just have to crumble you to the to the ground and mm -hmm. then build you back up. So those two months was that you learn how to shoot, you train how to do uh, logistics, um, all kinds of things. Right. And then after that, you graduate from there. They send you to your AIT school. That's the training for your job. And that was like going to college. And I didn't go to college for a reason. <laughs> I didn't sure. like to, to read books and all of that. And it was like going to school. Yeah. So that was Oklahoma. Mm. That was 30 days. 30 days, I believe it was. No, I'm lying. 20 weeks. It was 20 weeks there. So it was like actually going to college. Uh, the weekends you can go out, but you had to be back in in the dorms for the entire week. And it was a cool experience. Don't get me wrong. This entire thing, you know, from everything that I've been through in my life, I've taken, you know, a lecture. I've taken what's the positive I can get out of here and keep moving forward. You know, I'm not going to blame nothing and, you know, sit here all my entire life saying how, you know, I didn't like it or none of that. Nah, it was it was a cool experience. Mm. Um, I had fun when I, you know, when I was able to. And uh, I had a lot of my discipline comes from that lane. So I'm a very uh, disciplined uh, human being and I take very serious what I do. So when I have a mission, I already know that the mission has to get done and it has to get done uh, with a purpose and on time. And that's where I got that from. That was... Uh, AIT. So you've been in Oklahoma. Yeah. We haven't talked <laughs> well. about my duty station. Oh, this man. This is when they send you to your actual job. Okay. And like if you go to war. So that was your training. Your unit. Yeah. Okay. And then you go to your duty station and you train and get ready for deployment. So what? whenever they say deployment, then you just got to go. Um, El Paso, Texas. Ah, that's I how you ended there. El Paso, Texas. Mm -hmm. I was and wondering. I thought that you came from there. You know, a lot of people probably thought that. A lot of people probably thought that you came from Yeah, because I started growing in El Paso, Texas uh, with the social media. Mm. Um, it was actually when social media came out. Yeah. Before this, this is no social media. This is only there was MySpace and some other stuff that. Did you have you know, a, a, a MySpace with two million on it? Or? Did you know no, Chatta? No, no, Did no, you no. know Chatta? Was he in your top eight? What was that? <laughs> was he in your top in MySpace? Top eight. Top was eight. Was it friends. top five or top eight? It was top eight. Oh, it was top eight. Top eight? <laughs> top eight? Keep going. Top, I think there were some hacks eight. that you can hack it and you can even go up to like to top, top 50 yeah, or top yeah. 30. Well, I don't have that many friends. I had, fr I had Tom as a friend. Do you have Tom as a friend? Yeah. <laughs> First day I, I signed up, he, he was just there. He, and he I was like, who are you? And he was like, I made this, this website. And I was it's like, who's like, oh, wanted friends? Um, why do you want to be my friend? <laughs> So back to El Paso. You got to El Paso. Yeah, I I got to El Paso, trained, and went to deployment mm. in 2011, 2012. So I was in Bahrain. It's an island. It's a kingdom. And, you know, we gave them protection. And we were in an, in an area where it was 
logistic wise a good area for anything coming from Iran or this entire Middle East area. And uh, I was there for a year, a very hot place. Um, they didn't enjoy it. You know, you <laughs> went to war. War is not cool. Um, did you cut hair at all while you were there? I did cut hair. Yeah, you did? Sure. I did cut hair. Um, I cut hair not too much, but I did, you know, for the people. Uh, when I went there, I'll work and I'll get some time off, but mm -hmm. I had to cut hair on the side. So I was like, you want to get out of work early? We'll have somebody there, but you got to cut us over here. And I was like, mm -hmm. all right, cool. I'll cut you up. And then I'll get a cut too. So I was like, it's a, it's a win win. Cut for cut. For me. Yeah. And then after that, came back. I started talking uh, to a friend that I met in El Paso. And they were like, hey, I know somebody here. Uh, he's a barber too, Puerto Rican. Mm. And I was like, cool. And then I meet uh, Papito Bless Hands. Okay. Yeah. And, um, that's when social media really started going and all that. When I get back, then we started, you know, joining together. And then Marcus B. Hatch uh, from El Paso. He's like the king of El Paso uh, from before social media, before everything. He's been cutting there for so long. He's native from there. And, you know, I met uh, them three. We did a group, Celebrity Barber Team. We started traveling started doing wow. shows um started doing a lot of things and you know it was dope it was going to these uh exotic battles um the texas uh competition with right. rick um, rick doing all of those did you compete in that yeah i competed of course oh wow everybody immediately had to compete mm. you competed huh yeah my first barber battle i went first first place that's where i met papito and uh and marcus um and then on rick i won second place uh and then a lot of others that i didn't win so it's not like if you don't win the barber battles you don't you're not going to be successful because i lost a lot of times you know and yeah. a lot of times i won so it's like you know you can't give up because you lose a barber battle or you know whatever the, the and you can't get stuck on that barber battle there's more things coming and you got to be ready and taking other opportunities that that come to no different table. than sports like you're not going to win every time you compete i mean obviously you compete right. to win but yeah sometimes cards just aren't in your favor or mm -hmm. the judges don't you know judges just don't like your work as much that day that but day I you might be off you know there's yeah. there's someone out there though that won that that barber battle that's like dude i beat i beat a rod in the barber battle <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely not, not even saying like oh I'm, you know i'm better than whatever it's like not only did i get first place but guess who got guess who got second yeah <laughs> yeah i never knew like i never battled and like <laughs> i i recognize somebody that stayed from those barber battles or that i no I, it was just going to battle and that was it i was new like i didn't yeah. know nobody i was just going to the to the events and, and the industry was kind. different yeah it, I knew Pacino's, Rick, uh, Joe. Shout out to all of them. Um, they're 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 a lot. The OGs, man. The OGs. Uh, Kenny Duncan. Uh, everybody, everybody back then, you know. And it was like it was super cool. And the cooler part is seeing them getting recognized now. I saw Kenny getting recognized. I was like, man, That's you big. know, he he's been doing it for a long time. Respect to him and to all the the generation that you know they they still doing it. There's the some leaders. people that don't. Yeah, you have to stay consistent. 
No, I love it. Those are true leaders right there. Yeah, and absolutely. It's so cool that you were able to see them grow as well mm-hmm. um, yeah. and see their careers take off in different lanes, yeah. you know. Um, but I like what you said earlier about the barber battles. You know, as you know, I go to a lot of these battles and I'm usually hosting. So as a host, sometimes after the battles, a lot of the people come up to me, hey, what? you know, why do you think that I didn't win? And it's mm-hmm. sometimes it's a negative and sometimes it's a positive, but I like what you're saying. You know, you're not always going to win. And if you could share a message to those people that compete a lot, what would that message be? Well, that, that message just starts with preparation. If you prepare for something, mm-hmm. then, you know, you, you might have a better chance. Uh, and then the second is that if you, you just got to give it your all. If you feel like you're prepared, if you feel like you went there and you did what you had to do, you already won because everybody else is seeing your work and they're going to know if that's a, a good haircut or not. You mm-hmm. know? And if it's not, go ask why I didn't win. I answer a lot of people when I was judging and they were like, why I didn't win? And I'll take my time and I'll explain to him this, this, this and that. And that's it. You know, you can't be here trying to make everybody feel good. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the truth you have to take that and turn it into better you know come next year or go to the next barber battle work on the things that i told you that you know you missed on this time don't miss it on the next competition and you will see results and a lot of people that compete you can ask them and that's one of the the things you know basketball players they they watch their games they watch it over and over uh to see what they did wrong you know, here you can ask what I did wrong and the judges will tell you. And it opens a lot of doors for you as well. Right. Competing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It opens doors. You get, you know, people get to see you um, shaking hands, walking around. All of that is great. You know, you have to do these things. A lot of barbers, they have uh, followers, but they don't go to shows. Then what are you doing with your followers? You know, yeah. get to these shows, educate yourself, try to get you know to educate somebody you know collaborate with brands you know be part of it this is a big show and there's thousands and thousands of people involved and every little movement it's what makes makes these shows uh together so you know everybody that came to orlando this weekend is part of this show not arod and wall and they're the bigger part of the show not everybody that comes in this weekend is part of the show and it will make the show a better show yeah, you never know what relationship, what connection you're going to make. You never know what kind of long-term impact that's really going to be. So, I mean, for you, it's linking up with, you know, if it was Papito, Blessed Hands, you met, you connected with him at a show, and then all of a sudden you guys are going on a tour together. And yeah. then look at where your careers are at now. Like, you never know what those small impacts, like, really, like, there's long-term ramifications there. So... Moral of the story here is let's get to competitions, get to shows, network, get your face out there, have some conversation, shake hands with people because it's important. Invest in in your craft, invest in your future um, by by putting yourself out there. Now, speaking of networking, we're going to take this to a much higher level. Oh, yeah, go for it. I haven't even touched invest because when I got back from the war, I had three months left in the Army. So I was like, should I get another contract for a few years or should i get out and do something and there was a few options there was an option of doing the, what i did on a civilian contracting side and uh keep going with the military but on a 
uh, on a contracting site. You're not a soldier. You're yep. not. It's just a private contractor. And start with a, at that point, $75,000 a year. Or going, the only thing I know uh, how to do good is uh, cutting hair. So I went with cutting hair. I was like, I, you know, my knees already messed up, my back, you know, my mind. I need to just do something that I feel good doing and that just releases my stress and takes me, you know, to a different area of creativity. And I chose barbering. I got out of the military. I took my own employment for six months and I used that money to travel to the, all the shows. So I invested the money that I got from unemployment to go to these shows and the money that I made cutting hair, it was just to pay the rent, to pay gas and, and all those things. So that was a move, a, a good move that I did. Um, a lot of veterans, they have a lot of um, help that they don't know about. So I went online, I researched, you know, and unemployment was one of them. And I went and got the unemployment and I was able to travel. Interesting. Yeah, and it was expensive. Traveling to all these shows it gets expensive. So, um, you know, we always made a group of people drive if we had to drive uh, and made it happen. So when you said, um, when you said that it, word, it's an investment. An investment. Yeah. I was like, you're not, oh, wait, we have you're not spending money that. to travel. You're you're investing in your craft and in your future. And there's yeah. a difference. So when we talk about shows, sure. it's about that investment mm -hmm. um, to, to again. That's what makes a, your haircuts go higher. That's what makes you as a brand, as a barber, get your prices up, you know, by investing. You know, if I didn't do all this, you think I was going to be here talking to you guys about my life? No, yeah. I would have been probably still doing haircuts at the shop and not going to shows for 20 or I would, I would probably be tired already and tried something else, you know? Yeah. But I had that, um, that motivation, that discipline to figure it out and make it work. Love it. So when we talk about in investing in, in these shows and networking, I want to take this a little bit higher level networking here. Watch how I spin this. Okay. So you are now at a level where your networking is with, people of celebrities. I mean, you cut a lot of celebrities, you cut a lot of famous, you know, artists, you cut even famous influencers, whether they're TikTok stars or Instagram, like they, they became famous because of the content they create. How, how do you even get into that space? Like, how do you, how did you work your way into making connections with uh, I think you've cut like bad bunny or Jay Belvin? Like, how do you even make those connections? Is it, is it all, you know, is Cheddar the one that's, that's making all these connections? Is it based off just your, your body of work? Like, how have you made, how do you, how does someone even get into that space? If someone is wanting to cut a celebrity, say they have the, the talent to do it, but how do you even, how do you even get to that where you, that's a you question that a lot of people ask. Too. Yeah. A lot of if, people. If want Aaron to... wants to cut bad bunny, say yes. I, say I had the, the cutting skills of, of a rod. How do I get to cut an bad artist? Bunny. Yeah. It's tough. And it's a lot of different lanes. So that, that it's celebrities, TikTok influencers, everybody, it's a whole different world. Yeah. So if you, you got to be on top of your game to be able to know how to act with everybody, you know, with each individual person. Um, I know that if an uh, influencer from social media hits me up and the first thing I go is and check their page to see 
what's their 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 vibe what 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 do they do and then if i decide to collaborate you know he's on more of a uh collaboration of influencers so now we can come together and create a plan to do a video you know if i'm gonna go cut bad bunny i know that i need to provide first of all it happens because you know other people that know him because he doesn't say i want this barber that's some rare cases they go on instagram and they say uh take me to this guy because there's so many and yep. they're on limited places for limited time so they need to be exact and uh, el body barber he uh my brother he hit me up and he was uh we actually met bad bunny at together for the first time and he hits me up that uh you know that he needed a haircut so he gives them my number and they hit me up but uh f rewind to 2018 17 18 uh we were at a show in puerto rico me bori the whole squad and we went out we went to party and then bad bunny pulls up and you know i remember he had one song on on on, on the charts no 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 on this platform what's the platform soundcloud that, uh, soundcloud okay he had one song in soundcloud and he pulls up uh, i was lucky to listening to be listening to soundcloud Mm -hmm. I heard the song and so I knew who he was and he performed that night at a club and he was like right then and there like on the floor singing just starting this guy just starting and me and Bori go to him and we're like hey we're barbers uh he's in LA I'm in Miami um whenever you need a cut let us know when you're over there and he's like ha like Miami and LA like he's never gonna make it to never getting off LA. the island huh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy so you know it was dope when i got to cut him bori got to cut him like that first time we interacted and he thought he probably wasn't capable of something or that he saw it far away mm. and then a few months later he's able you know we months? meet up again months yeah he blew up like he's that? been out for like four years only wow now he's like the biggest artist in the world yeah, i don't i don't yeah. know much about him but that that's crazy so so he even was kind of like, oh like yeah, he, he didn't even, yeah, he didn't even know. Mm -hmm. Did like he recall you, you guys me before? If I was gonna be a barber, that I was gonna have two million followers and all this, I wouldn't even thought right. about it. It never, it wasn't a thing, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Pacino was really known and all that, but like uh, social media uh, phenomenon and doing videos with comedy and you know getting tutorials and all these type of things you know it wasn't a thing so i that i never thought about that i just always focus on getting better at my marketing and my right. brand and how do i present to people and it got to that point but it was really dope you know every time i i see him and i tell him like hey he don't he don't even remember does he i was gonna ask you does he remember nah, that he don't remember no he don't wow that's cool um well shout out to el body we had an interview yeah. with el yeah, body. body great great uh brother of mine el brother he's the best great person he's awesome he was teaching air in spanish si sí. mm. un poquito un poquito le meta el español no sé no o podemos tirar no we can have a meeting in spanish yeah uh, en español si sí. sí, you'll you have to talk really slow <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we'll get you there. you'll be patient me. with me um, so one of my next questions for you is obviously you have a massive following, you have a ton of engagement and then 
you've been working with us too and people are engaging on on our posts or really it's you know we're reposting a lot of the content you create but with that kind of following there comes negative negativity there becomes the haters there comes the people that like this looks stupid this is the dumbest thing ever i can't believe you guys support barbers who do this this and this how does how do you deal with those negative comments because they i mean they come all the time time. and i see them a lot i can't imagine what you see because yeah you're the one that's actually it doesn't offend me that much it offends me Mm -hmm. because i i know you more on a personal level so um i'm like hey that's like that's my friend that like you're saying like this is normal and at the end of the day you're also making money so like whatever but how do you like deal with that negativity and those negative comments how do you deal with the haters like what how what's your approach well it was a it's you know everything in life is uh it's something you have to uh work with so the first time probably i would have you know, went back and forth with the haters and all that. But then you start learning through life and through experiences that, you know, it's not even worth it. You know, if they're there talking negative, it's because you don't see the positive people in there talking. Why? Because they're doing positive things. They don't have time to be hating on somebody else. Or if they comment, they comment good. The negative people, they have the t- all the time in the world. They're just waiting for anybody to post anything to give an opinion and they probably think that if they give it a bad opinion, that that makes them better than that person. So it's all like, I don't know, the way they, they're raised or in life, the way they have relationships with the people around them. Uh, because, you know, there's toxic, tox, there's toxic people out there um, that are, you know, attracted to more. And the more toxic you get, like the more... Uh, better they feel so I guess um, yeah they do those kind of things but you know as long as they don't um, do anything with my family or anything anything like that you know I usually just stay away from it you know sometimes I even just delete it that's it all you gotta do is just delete I don't see you ever again Um, if I see that it's uh, convenient to give them a professional smart answer that not only them but everybody sees like oh i should have never yeah asked this question you know then i'll go and take my time and answer that but other than that yeah i just try to comment back to to the people really supporting me and those uh all you have to do is restrict them you know you get them with the it depends if you disrespected me you're getting uh, restricted you yeah. can see what I'm doing because I know you hate it, but you can't say anything about it. You can only <laughs> tell your friends. Thanks for the view. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, I love it. It's tough. Like I know it's, I've been in the same boat and I, no one even knows who I am, but I've been in the same boat. Like I'm, you know, just I'm post coming our way. And like, how do you, you're right in the beginning. You want to just like almost fight back and mm, be like, yeah. no, like you're wrong. Like this is, it. and then eventually you kind of just like, this is a professional way we can respond and like have a conversation. If not otherwise, mm-hmm. like just ignore it yeah. or delete it if no it's need. like ridiculous. But yeah, it's hard to, to block that, that negativity out, but obviously you're, you're a pro at it. <laughs> you yeah, gotta be a pro when just, you have that you much. Have yeah. Your, your hater blockers. Hater block. Are those the glasses that you have on? Those are the hater blockers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have a few questions for you. 
Sure. Um, you have a huge, huge presence, not only in the U.S., but across the globe. I'm sure you have traveled to many, many countries. Yeah. Um, I've traveled with you a few times. Mm-hmm. What is one of the countries or shows that have impacted your life in a positive way uh, that you could just remember right off the bat? Like, oh, oh. I know that tough. you love That's all of them. That's very tough because uh, I take the show serious and every time I connect with them and I hear the stories and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. But one of the shows that really like, it was like, damn, like be- being a barber and having these followers is something huge, you know? Yeah. It was in Peru. There was about 10,000 people um, and those 10,000 were there because of... Uh, they want to see you so you know it was getting out of hands and there were some rough moments crowd control yeah 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 there was moments where the security wasn't good enough and you know they just they can't help it they see you the entire time behind the phone like when they see you in person they just have to get to you talk to you touch you whatever um and it was peru yeah peru very lovely country um at the airport there was 500 people there (laughs) at the airport waiting um and they said that there was more people that left yeah because they didn't know at what time i was coming Uh, they were there from the morning so only 500 stayed till the end um and yeah we went through to the crowd body was there yeah yeah I think um, you were on the front cover of Barber uh, Evo. Yeah, Barber Evo. We used the front right? cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for Barber Evo. Hey, there. just wait until this episode airs, and you you'll have like millions of people. Yeah. After this <laughs> one. After <laughs> yeah. this one. After this one. Mm-hmm. Even another mill. Yeah. Wow. So Three milli. I had I actually had a a, a similar um, experience in in Brazil. Brazil that was just too. in. That's in, what I'm saying. It's so hard because Brazil, and I haven't been there in a minute, but. Going to Brazil is a whole different, right? You know, it's just they're super. It's so hard to get into Brazil. Even reggaeton artists have, you know, don't have access to get to Brazil. Mm. And just knowing that barbers, we have that access and that they support us and they know who we are and all that is like, man, that's that's amazing because uh, they don't. They're very from from them. Like they like the barbers from Brazil and all that and they don't open to like the rest of the world from like music wise. You don't see a lot of reggaeton artists going and making concerts in, in Brazil because they have their own, uh, they have their own stuff. Their, yeah. Their they music. have their own people. They're huge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just being able to be there and knowing that there's a lot of people that support you, like Bert said on that event. Um, I wasn't on that one that you, that you mentioned or I w- or was, I? no, you were in, uh, I think you were at barber week right in brasilia were you yeah but i do Um, remember oh i do remember this and tell me if you had a similar experience i landed in brazil we had similar you know you land you're like oh my god there's people here for us you know and i came with a few barbers including uh and the authentic and and you just see like all these barbers are waiting for you at the airport right but then you go back home (laughs) Can you tell me about on your flight back home? How was that for you? Like when you landed? I always sleep on the way back. I'm very tired. Um, 
What do you mean on the way? Like when you expectation, like, like the difference, like I went there, I got there and there's, Oh my God, you know, you feel like you're Justin oh, okay, Bieber okay, or something. Okay, okay. Then yeah, you get yeah, back yeah. home and it's either like your, your friend no, picking regular, you up, your yeah, mom yeah. or whoever it is. Mom's, yeah. her, mom's like, hurry up. <laughs> hurry up. Car. And just the difference. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like that difference. Right. Yeah. When I go there, I know that I got to be ready for that. Right. I can't live. If I had to live somewhere where it was like that. Then it's not the same. Like I can go to the stores and do my regular things and eat and I get, you know, let me get a picture, do this here, but nothing crazy. Like right. when we go to Latin America, that's out of control. It's like a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I love cause I get close to the people. Um, but some, you know, it's a very big crowd. They just want to, uh, gather up and, you know it gets out of hand but yeah crazy. It's crazy yeah it's really cool going to to all these shows um and learn i go to the shows and not only i teach or I educate or i share my experiences in life but i learn myself from the rest of the educators that are there from the staff that put up the show i'm always trying to learn something because that's uh what's taking me to where i'm at today everything that i've learned everything mm. that i didn't learn haven't helped me uh, become who I am only the things that I learned and I kept for me you know for for my journey so I always keep an open mind yeah love it so when you are creating content so we talked about um, you know your your work with celebrities and influencers but you've talked about some of your content evolution too so you were working on tutorials or maybe you're doing something funny like you're kind of doing a skit or because like yeah. you you have a wide variety of, of different content pieces that you do where do you kind of like who and where do you kind of get your inspiration from um to not only stay on trend but to know like what is probably going to get some really good engagement for you like where are you kind of getting that inspiration from well i started getting uh the comedians and influencers in la um my friend she's a makeup artist i met her uh, in LA um, with my artist friend Justin Keyless he's a great uh, songwriter um, he's a great artist and he's you know on billboards he has tons of uh, gold and platinum discs you know he's a songwriter for J Balvin and all these big artists too um, and I met Nina there she's a makeup artist and you know she just moved to LA as well I told her about the shop, you know, she became part of the family and, you know, she had a lot of friends there and I met them, you know, the guys wanted fresh cuts. I was like, yo, tell your boys to come through, you know, and, and nothing. I got them, you know, and people that's investing in your craft as well. Why? Because, you know, I was new to LA, you know, I had my clients, but I had extra time, you know, to do other things and I want to expand. So I raise up my prices. I'm going to lose clients, but I'm going to have time to do other things that I want. And one of the things was investing into cutting celebrities or influencers and things like that. Because not only I can uh, learn from them, ask them questions. That was, uh, you know, the minimum. Or we can even collaborate on anything that they need. If they need to use my shop for a scene or for anything like that, I was like, hey, this is your shop. 
whenever you want to film anything you let me know we'll close down the shop and all that and i created a great relationship with king batch uh was good splag adam um leanne uh, and all nina's friend they're a lot uh and i cre uh, we created videos together you know i remember my first video it was about alcohol hot sauce was involved um <laughs> scientist suits was involved <laughs> and you know i liked it you yeah. know i feel like all right cool this is i feel like something can, different yeah, yeah i feel like this is not what i'm made for but it just feels too too normal for me and i started creating content with them and it started going crazy mm. uh every time they'll come get a haircut every day uh every week they'll come and you know we'll put some ideas together and film video so you know that was one of the ways that i expanded that lane or even you know created that lane on the social media uh game with you know influencers funny videos and and all of that you know i'm not the it's probably not the first one that you know created something like that but it's the first one to go around the world and go viral and do all these things and it's something that i'm still you know i'm still want to do more um but every time every journey every uh, chapter of your life you have to approach it uh with the correct way and my chapter right now is not doing that i'll do it when i can and yeah it's cool i'm gonna focus on that i got all their phone numbers i still talk to everybody in la i know everybody you know and this is not right now what i have to attack you know i have bigger you know bigger uh important things um on the side projects for the barbering community because at the end of the day everything i do is for the industry i can't focus on giving them comedy and making them feel happy if they don't have a product to have at their shop and have all the education they need on that on that product and how to use it with their clients how to get more sales how to get better as a barber what to do so you know it's all a circle but i think i have created enough content uh through the through the past to get me by you know what i gotta do now because i'm still creating content but it was more educational uh for the barbers and as i go i'm gonna keep doing different things like i've done reactions i've done education i'm doing another flat top video um so it's you know you even it, wrapped on a on a video yeah i got two flat you're the videos. first i think you were the first one to ever do something like that yeah he educational made a and, and and he made a whole again. song yeah it's a sing along and educating yeah. at the same time yeah there's a new one coming out uh wait wait on wait on it Ooh, uh, we just I've got some i've seen it yeah you seen it already i've seen well not the fully edited ah. I've, seen, I've seen it though well you guys heard it here first um so you are focusing on new things one new thing that i've seen i don't know if it's new but i mean it is kind of in the lane of partnerships and um we were just at connecticut barber expo i come from connecticut from waterbury connecticut and you know something very famous around the whole u.s is mohegan sun it seemed like you did a collaboration with mohegan sun is that correct or we were yeah just bro um as i go and I'm, my discipline and all those things that we mentioned before that I've gained through, through my experiences and through my entire life, you know, I learned to just check on the opportunities and see, you know, what will happen. 
Um, and before going to the um, Mohegan uh, Casino, the CT Barber Expo, um, you know, I got to get my booth. We got to do all this with Jay Majors and all that. Cool. Um, Jay Majors hit me up. He's like, hey, the hotel uh, told me they they, they might want to do something with you. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you the, the I'm going to do a group text. And I'm going to introduce you guys. All right, cool. And then I met the, the lady in charge of uh, the marketing for the hotel. And, you know, I told them that I was going that weekend, that I have a, a team and that I do this and this and that. And they told me what they wanted uh, for for the for the partnership and then yeah we we ended up partnering up um last minute it was a last minute thing it was rushed uh but it was it had a great turnout um and we're already now i'm registering as part uh part uh, as a partner to be on the uh hotels system already so every year um when we go to the ct i will do something with them wow that's crazy that's huge, man. Yeah, Do you uh, you got to be proud proud of yourself. It was cool, that. man. It was that's really huge. dope. I appreciate it to uh, Jay Majors. Um, right. um, I know they asked for me, but you know it's always good. I know Jay Majors always. Uh, He's a good guy. Yeah, Great connection. Any opportunity, he knows how to connect. Hey, hey, right. All right, cool. Here, uh, so good that one time somebody asked him, "Hey, uh, do you know A Rod?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I know A Rod. Yo, let me get his info." So they sent me an information and they emailed me and they were, <laughs> they were looking for, they were talking to all this stuff. And I was like, I think they got the wrong A-Rod here. <laughs> 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 so they were trying to get Alex Rodriguez. Oh my and God. I was over here trying to work deals and see exactly <laughs> what they want me to do. But it was cool that they missed, you know, they hey, had you know that what? mistake, you know, by you know what just came to mind? I and I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. You guys check if you're watching this, but I think if you type in a rod, you come up before the actual Alex Rodriguez. I don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong. Probably but on I, YouTube. Yeah, I don't know. I think I on know. Instagram and on YouTube, if you type in a rod, I think you come up for like your name is recommended. I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's Probably. that's huge, know. man. It's, All it's from good, cutting man. hair, you've yeah. impacted a lot of lives all around the world yeah and the very important thing is that i want to take the industry to everybody not only yeah. the barbers and the cosmetologists and the stylists no i want to reach outside and that's what i've been doing so not only the barbers know me but the barbers family members and everybody else so around the entire world they seen my content you don't need to know english or spanish to to enjoy my content so that's been very helpful not only for me but for the industry we've seen a big uh growth entirely not not only of the barbers but the entire industry the collaborations um with philip wolf alfredo doing that we brought that was like uh, unifying the um, barbers and the cosmetology world and i think that was a very important moment for for both industry when we started creating collaborations yeah and i think you know you were touching on kind of getting outside of like you want to reach everyone so you want to reach even outside of like the barber industry and i think a lot of the work that you do 
especially in your social collaborations, like that's spot on. So I think of like angrier actions yeah. or Splack or Chrissa Jackson, um, mm-hmm. you know, Chrissa Ace from the Harlem Globetrotters. Like you, your content is then seeping into into their following their audience and it's it's helping elevate the the barber industry so i you know i commend you on that and kudos to like taking that leap and and crossing into onto those platforms into their audiences so um like you're kind of like the pioneer really that's doing it there's other people doing it but you're i really enjoy doing this um and i don't have an agency or nothing you know it's me and just chat uh no chet is your agent i have a i have a big team um chet really had a nice uh a nice season with the crypto deals <laughs> wow crazy. yeah yeah i had a few crypto deals and uh chet was really into that one he was the the guy to talk to and the guy that handled everything hmm. um and told me hey we gotta do this we gotta do this today we gotta de- deliver by this <laughs> give me your wallet are we getting an a-rod it. ape soon Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. We, we we talked about a few things, but yeah. Aprod, I like that. Crypto A-prod. went down, so yeah. those all those projects need to hold. Yeah. <laughs> so this is my last question to you, and it's kind of a it's a big one. Um and it is like kind of a, a big reason why you're also here is like you are kind of a part of the wall family now or not kind of you are a part of the wall family now yeah. so you've been with wall now for almost maybe two years now mm-hmm. so what's that journey been like and like why why wall like you could choose any company that that's out there why 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 join the wall family what what piqued your interest in, in joining us and what's that journey been like that's a great question um it's been it's been two years already um, I remember um, just signing with Wall. Uh, I had a very difficult time in my life. Um, I've never talked about this before, but you know, I had a house fire. We were at the house at the time, and we all had to, you know, leave the premises, and all that happened on the within the first two months of joining Wall. So this entire time. It's been, you know, you guys been there always asking me, hey, you got, you're good. Uh, you need anything? Let me know. Very, you know, very welcoming to the family and treated me like family. You know, I, you know, I talk to you probably every week. Um, and I love that about the team. I love about all the projects. You know, we collaborated with um, Bird, Nieves. Uh, we did the pixar thing um with miguel you know and you know i like doing these things because you guys are doing the same thing that i want to do that i'm doing that is innovate the industry you know doing new things uh giving back all those things you know it's something that motivates me and the first clipper i ever had like i mentioned before was a wall and then when i went to barber school they gave me a senior so I've been cutting my entire life with wall. Uh, and then, you know, the opportunity uh, showed up and you guys respected my my point of view, respected my vision and valued me uh, as A-Rod. And you guys know what I'm doing and what I'm going to continue to do. So, you know, all that is very important for me. Um, and I think it's a... It's more than just the respect for myself, but I think for the industry. Why? Because 
like every time if i work with somebody and you don't respect me as a as a rod or you don't respect the job i do then you're not respecting the industry you know i've been doing this for a very long time i've learned a lot of things through the way and if you know i don't get no respect then nobody you're not going to respect anybody else you know because i've done a lot of work i've kept my social media impeccable i've put so many hours behind it sleepless nights so much uh filming video uh videographer uh cheddar behind the camera um my entire team is just there's a lot of work to it and you know you guys really respected that you guys uh hear me out um and we we did a beautiful partnership that i think uh it's only at the beginning stage of amazing things coming for the industry um and you know everybody all the barbers out there um they know what was the first clipper they they held in their hand and for me it was wall as well love it sky's the limit for this for this mm -hmm. relationship yeah 100 percent. i that was the first one i held to the wall yeah yeah this i think everybody right nobody. <laughs> well um i think we're reaching our end here um i usually like to ask our guests like what is something that you would like to leave like a message for those people watching for the youth for those up-and-coming barbers and hairdressers all around the world that could be watching what is your ultimate message to them i think it'd be special if you can do most of it in english and, and then, in then you can hit them with a little spanish as well too i got it all right um for up-and-coming barbers um that are working every day working hard this is only if you're working hard if you're not working hard then get to to working hard to get into looking into your discipline what am i doing wrong am i hanging out with the wrong people am i partying too much am i wasting money on things that i don't need to waste uh just when you want to focus when you want to be good at something when you want to be different then you take different actions if everybody's partying you should be probably working and developing and preparing and educating yourself because anything can be done if you educate yourself or you figure it out with the discipline you've got within you so if you don't have the discipline just make sure you <laughs> you tell yourself to change something change your behavior change your actions think uh wiser sit down put some relaxing music just meditate because we always want to be where everybody's at to be in the party to be where i don't know to be known by people or to think certain about you like i didn't care about being seen at the at the club nah i was working you know i didn't care about you know getting seen at the at the beach at the part you know the party on the beach or wherever whatever the case may be you know i was at home i was working you know since very young age i've deployed i've joined the military i've got out I've worked in plenty of different areas um, and it brings me back to cutting hair and I had to sacrifice a lot and I still do sacrifice uh, till today a lot of ti uh, things. I sacrifice time with the family, I sacrifice doing things that I enjoy doing, uh, sacrifice relaxing for a little bit, all those things, you know, I've sacrificed them all and 
I'm going to continue to do so because I think that the rewards will be bigger than the sacrifice and the legacy uh, should continue. I think we have tools to leave a nice uh, blueprint for the next generation. I think it can be done at a faster pace and we will enjoy an amazing barbering industry before we pass out of this world and you know that's what we do yes now in spanish sir. yeah in spanish right. word for word Déjale saber a las personas <laughs> dímelo bert que lo que oh se cambió de cambiar ahí el el, el gear <laughs> eh, para las personas que hablan español que muchos hablan español sí. que te ven y te conocen eh, yo cada vez que termino un, una, un podcast siempre le pregunto al guest eh, que si me puede dejar con, unos, con un mensaje bonito para los jóvenes que quieren entrar al mundo de barbería o de peluquería y hoy el guest eres tú el A-Rod ¿qué Saludito. mensaje le puedes dar a todos? a toda mi gente, a toda mi gente latina al cual amamos mucho, de corazón nos dan mucho apoyo la gente que más nos apoya son la gente latina, mi gente boricua, mi gente en España, toda esa gente nos dan un amor que nadie nos los da. Así que siempre hay que coger nuestro momento y dedicarles a ellos. Eh, esta entrevista, si puedes verla, hacemos subtítulo en español y todo. Eh, pero nada, a esos barberos que vienen subiendo, eh, mucha motivación. Cada día siga a esos barberos que lo motivan, siga a esos barberos que están educando. La educación es muy importante, la motivación también y lo más importante, la disciplina, porque solamente tú eres el que decides por la mañana con quién te vas a juntar, qué es lo que tú vas a hacer, vas a aprender o vas a perder el tiempo en fiesta. Está todo en ti. Nadie te puede obligar a tú ser un buen barbero. Así que motívate, edúcate para que tú veas que vas a tener los resultados que están buscando, porque si haces lo mismo, vas a tener los mismos resultados. Uf, ahí está. Comiencen a tener cambio. Cambien su vida hoy. A-Rod was here with us today on the Off the Top Podcast. Appreciate it. I could give, like, the spark notes to that, so the cliff <laughs> notes, but, you know, um, you know we've, we've only really known each other for about two years now, and I can tell you that A-Rod is one of the most humble, hardest-working smartest people that I've ever worked with and I it's been a real pleasure sure. working with you we're I'm so grateful to have you not only as a friend but to have you here to, to have you take time out of your your super busy weekend to, to talk to us on, on the podcast it really yeah. does mean a lot to me I can't wait to see where our journey is going to go um, not only as as friends but as as the wall company um, as well with you because I think the sky's the limit and we're going to take this thing to the moon so I appreciate you Appreciate your time and uh, everything you've done for this industry and everything you're going to do um, in the future. I have some stuff coming. Ooh. Big stuff. Yeah. Big Disney. stuff's coming. Disney. Oh, <laughs> is that it? That's He gave us a little so a little something there. So shout out to A-Rod. Shout out to uh, to my, my co-host, Bird. This yes. was a killer, killer episode. What an episode. Um, one of our best interviews that we've ever had and I, i'm really excited for everyone to take a listen so thank you to everyone that that is tuned in there's no way that you're not but give him a follow on every platform that is on <laughs> on social media but there's absolutely no way you're already not following a rod obviously follow us like the page subscribe click the notifications all that fun stuff 
tune in to the next episode. But thank you all so much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is A-Rod, A-Millie, Bird, Aaron. Let's go. Woo. Adios. <laughs>